powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews. So you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10, that's V-I-A-T-O-R-10, for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. Breaker, every curse conqueror in this building and online. Let's say it together. I'm in my year of jubilee. I'm expecting celebration, emancipation, and restoration every day in Jesus' name. Amen. God, we're open. And we tell you that we are ready. Stir something up in us to God tonight, God, that makes us put the nail in the coffin of every curse. Stir something in us tonight, God, that puts the nail in the coffin of every curse. I pray that we will not exit the month of June carrying the same baggage, carrying the same mess, carrying the same drama, carrying the same issues, carrying the same curses for the last three to four generations. We put our foot down tonight and say that enough is enough. We're the line crossers. We're the history makers. We're the curse breakers. We're the line crossers. We're the history makers. We are the curse breakers. We're the line crossers. We're the history makers, and we are the curse breakers, and we thank you that it is so. In Jesus' name, every curse breaker put a shout in the atmosphere right there. Go. Hallelujah. Let's go to work. So this is the last message in the series we've been in all this month. I teach a series at Harvest because I want you to get results. Whenever you sustain your focus for a prolonged period of time, it gives you the optimal ability to be able to conquer in that area. We've been conquering curses. And tonight's message is called Line Crosser. Say Line Crosser. Line. History Maker. Curse Breaker. 
Here's why it's called that, because that's who you are. Conquering curses isn't an event, it is a lifestyle, which means it's not just something I do once, it's something that I do daily. It's not just something that I do in the month of June, it's something I do in just January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, every day of my life. I find something that needs to be conquered and I conquered it. I was not sent to just pay bills, have babies and die, but I was sent to rule and reign and conquer, subdue. That's what the greatest thing I can rule, reign, conquer and subdue is not just what's outside of me, but it's what's inside of me. The greatest victory you will ever have is victory over yourself. And guess what? You may not see it because you are it, but would you touch your neighbor say you've been doing a good job with you you don't even see your progress because you're the progress that's being made but I need you to hear the heart of God tonight God says I'm so proud of the progress you've been making I'm so proud that you may not be where you want to be but you can thank God that you are not where you used to be would you just touch somebody close to you say you've been conquering you lately it is not a moment, it's daily choices, and these daily choices create momentum. And for some of you, why are we doing this series at the halfway point of the year? Because you're about to go into the second half with the momentum. When you choose to conquer curses, it's not a moment, but it's daily choices, and these daily choices create momentum, which means I made one right choice on Monday, two on Wednesday, I made four more today, I'm going to make five more tomorrow, six more, and before you know it, I got a momentum that's pushing me forward. And for some of you, you better get ready, because your life is about to move in a sudden, fast, forward, movement. Come on, open up your mouth, say sudden, fast, forward, Movement. Deuteronomy 30 and 19. The word Deuteronomy means literally to say it again. So anything you see in Deuteronomy, you will often have already seen it mentioned in the book of Exodus. Here's what God says. I have set before, say your name, life and death, blessing and curse. Pay attention. God says whatever this is going to be, it's going to be because of what you choose. The Bible is not a book of destiny. It's a book of choices. Look at me. People who make it are not people who just were destined to be something. It's people who chose that they were going to be something. And I need you to hear me. God says, I'm waiting on you to make a choice. This ain't got nothing to do with your mama. This ain't got nothing to do with your daddy. This ain't got nothing to do with where you grew up. This ain't got nothing to do with the labels people have put on you. I'm waiting on you to make a choice that I will live and I will live an abundant life. That I will walk in the blessing and I will not walk in the curse. Why? So that me and my offspring may live. And offspring is not just children. Offspring is anything that I produce, which means anything that comes out of me, it's going to do well. You'll produce a business. That's your offspring. You'll produce a company. That's your offspring. You'll produce great things for other people. That's your offspring. For some of you, your offspring is that you help other people. That's your gift. For some of you, you are gifted to help other people do what they do. Your whole assignment is that you won't do it, but you're going to help somebody else do it. And you're the simp to be a birther for other people. Everybody ain't a Moses. Somebody got to be Aaron. Everybody ain't an Elijah. Somebody got to be Elisha. Everybody ain't a Paul. Somebody got to be Timothy. I wish you look at somebody and say, you're a curse breaker. Choices conquer curses. Choices conquer curses. Say it with me. Come on, Wednesday, say it. Say it one more time. Say it again. Hey. Come on, say Everybody say Look at somebody, tell them, say it. Type it in the comments. Type it, type it, type it in the, type it in the comments. 
Choices conquer curses. I pray that in this second half of 2023 and for the rest of your life, that your choices match you conquering. I rebuke every choice that's death. I rebuke every choice that your mama made that got her stagnant. I rebuke every choice that your daddy made that got him stagnant. I rebuke every choice that your bloodline made that messed him up. For some of you, you need to be careful because you're around the same age the previous generations were when they made the decision that ruined their future. But I came to cancel your negative choice. Your toast set pop. I came to cancel every bad choice you were about to make. I came to cancel every relationship you weren't supposed to get in. I came to cancel every forfeit and abort that you were about to push. Open up your mouth saying it's canceled. Let's go. Romans 8.37. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And all of these things, which means there's nothing that I face that I am not a conqueror. But notice the first word, no, which means sometimes the greatest way to conquer is in knowing what to say no to. Oh, my God. When you learn how to use your no the right way, there's nothing that you can't conquer. See, sometimes you have to tell yourself because your flesh will want to cuss somebody out. But you're going to have to say sometimes you're going to want to see some legs, hips and body. Howdy, and you're going to have to tell yourself. I need y'all to say it like with some, you got some authority in your voice. Just open up your mouth and say, I got to know what to say no to. I, so watch me. If you want me to settle, the answer is no. If you want me to give up, the answer is no. If you want me to be like the generations before me, the answer is no. What is the need for me if I'm going to be just like everybody that came before me? I was sent to be a line crosser, a history maker, a curse breaker. So there are some things that you can say yes to, but I got to say no. I say no to poverty. I say no to debt. I say no to all these emotional ups and downs. I say no to dysfunctional relationships. I know you can say yes to a messed up marriage, but I can't. I know you can say yes to some messed up family stuff, but I can't. I know you can say, um, uh, you can say yes to having a bunch of haters around you and you feel like you gotta have somebody around you, but I got to say no. God, I wish you'd lock a no in us so that there's some things we'd recognize. The answer is in oh no. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors. Why? Because he loves us. Look at me, God loves you with an unconditional love. Sometimes. When you're feeling discouraged, you begin to look for external things to bring you encouragement. And sometimes what you have to lock a hold of and grab a hold of is the fact that he loves me. There'll be days I'll just be sitting and I can get frustrated, I get mad, I get angry. And I'll say, but wait a minute. That man loves him some me. Let me be clear. I'm, that, the Lord loves him some me. And the reason I can fight is because if he loves him some me, Woe unto he who comes against who he. Because if God be for me, I want to know who would be stupid enough. I need some of y'all to recognize you got a God that'll clap back for you. You got a God that'll handle somebody for you. I wish you'd get out of these little street fights and realize you're called to bigger fights than that. I wish you'd stop dealing with these little catfish and realize you're supposed to deal with sharks and whales. I, why? I got a God that will handle you. I ain't finna come down there and fool with you. You ready? All right, say, say choices conquer curses. 
So there are two types of curses. The first are what have I talked to generated curses. These are things that come out of your words and your own accents. Mark 7, 13, making the word of God of no effect. So to every Christian that says it doesn't work, it works. It's your words and your actions that are stopping it. His word works. Say his word works. His word works. All, the time. All the time. Come on, I need you to say like them two girls from about 10 years ago on that video when they were like, uh, we come to the club all the time. <laughs> if you can't go to Bella Noce's, where can you go? All right. <laughs> all right, so say, say the word works, the word works. All, the all the time. You gotta say it like she said, say all the time. Hey, watch me. Here's why this is important to understand. So if it doesn't work, there's no problem with God. The problem is with your words and your actions. If you're not getting results, there's nothing wrong with God. He didn't stop loving you. The question is, what did you start speaking and what did you start doing that made the word ineffective for you? What does that mean? It won't work, which means you could be sitting next to somebody. Watch me. And in church, you say the same thing. But when you walk out of here, you speak different. Then come back and be like, how you got fruit and I don't. It's because they did something. Watch me. You didn't see that's impacting what you do see. So watch me. God, make our words and our actions align with your word. Make our word and our actions align with being cursed conquerors. Don't let us say one thing in church and online, and then when we get out there, we do something totally different. I pray that we be in divine alignment. Come on here. That our words would be blessing. That our actions would bring blessing. That what we speak would bring blessing. We cancel the power of every negative word we've spoken about ourselves or anything connected to us. We cancel every negative action that we've released into the atmosphere. And pray that in this second half, I hear you God, in this second half, you say this, reset. Which means whatever we release, it's a reset in the spirit. So now we release these words of favor. We release these words of blessing. We say that in this second half, it's going to be our best six months ever. Come on, Wednesday. Open your mouth. Say, in the next six months, I'll live better than I've ever lived. I'll be a better Christian than I've ever been. Put a praise in the atmosphere right there. Let's go. He says, I'm making the word of God of no effect through your tradition. So he's saying these are things that you've done for so long you don't even know it's wrong. You've talked so crazy for so long you don't even know you're talking crazy until somebody says you're talking crazy. You've done certain things for so long you don't even recognize it. Say tradition. When I was leaving my home the, the other day, I was headed to a meeting, and I knew there was construction on a particular street. I knew this construction was going to delay me for about 15 minutes because apparently the, the, the only way they can do this construction is they have to shut down every lane, even though they ain't even doing nothing in those lanes, and just have one lane, and they got to back it all the way up for two miles. Apparently, that's the only way they can fix this one thing in this one area is to block all these lanes, cause, and they ain't even doing nothing in these lanes, but apparently that's the problem is I knew that. But watch me, out of my tradition, I made the turn and I got, watch me, stuck in something. Talk. I got stuck in something because my tradition took me a certain way. And for some of you, you keep getting stuck and stagnant in things because your tradition takes you a certain way. I pray God break your traditions in this second half that are not causing you to triumph because your words and your actions are about to not generate some curses. They're about to generate some blessings. The Bible says that when a man's ways please the Lord, that he'll even make his enemies at peace with him. There's some people in this second half, you're about to get apologies and checks. 
Why? Because they're going to apologize and pay you back for what they did, for what they said, for how they acted with you. And notice what the Bible says, which you have handed down. So now God says, watch me, now, not only did you do this, generation one, but Bible says that you hand this stuff down to the third and fourth generation. So you, you do it, you hand it down. This is why you have to make the decision to be a curse breaker because your actions are affecting three to four generations after you. Bishop, I don't have any kids. It doesn't matter. You got cousins. You got people who are watching you handed down and passed around, which means there are certain things that you handed down. There are certain things that got passed around simply because you were in proximity to who did it. So now you've done that. Now you've handed it down. And so now after you've done that, now you hand it to somebody else. Now you hand it to somebody else. And now everybody got all of this baggage that creates the second type of curse, which is a generational curse. Say generational curse. This is a destructive pattern of behavior that's passed down and around. And we see this in Numbers chapter 14. The Lord is slow to anger. Come on, y'all should know this verse by now because I've been drilling it all month, which means he's patient with you. Which patient isn't waiting. Patience is how you act while you wait. I'm so glad God doesn't get like you get when you're tired of waiting. Is there anybody in the building bes or online beside me where you can thank God that he didn't get an attitude with you? He didn't cut you off? When you opened your mouth this morning and you opened your eyes, there was still breath in your body. He was patient with you. You ready? He didn't ghost you. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. He didn't run from you. He didn't throw you away. I need you to lift one of your hands and say, thank you for your patience. He is patient with you, but he is also abundant in steadfast love, which means he is merciful with you. Grace is when God gives us something good we don't deserve. Mercy is when God blocks something negative that we do deserve. Pay attention. He says, I'm patient and I'm merciful with you. And I'm a forgiving God. I'll forgive iniquity and transgression, but he will by no means clear the guilty. What does this mean? God says there are certain things that once you set it in motion, it's set in motion until somebody decides to break it. Because, watch me. Because the guilt that you've introduced stays until somebody breaks it. What you introduce stays until somebody interrupts it. What you introduce will be there until you're born. And when you were born, a line crosser was born, a history maker was born, a curse breaker was born. Let me, see, let me have that again, the black bottle. Watch me, I, I've used this, and, and this, is, this is just the simplest way I can illustrate this to you, okay? It stays in motion. Once it's set in motion, it goes until something interrupts it. Watch me, watch me. You don't even understand the significance of this series. Say, why, Bishop? This is your interruption. I'll talk over here. It stays in motion until something happens. Here's what's crazy is that if you don't interrupt it, you'll think you've made progress when you're really still in the same place. See, all you got is a little bit more money, but you're still walking in the same curse. All you got, watch me, all you got is a car, but you're still walking in the same curse. Which means stuff is not the measurement of if I broke a curse or not. Him being pleased is the measurement of whether or not I broke a curse. Just because you got dollar dollar bills doesn't mean that you've broken the curse. But what I'm excited about is that we're kings and priests, which means we get spirituality and success. Somebody say, I'm a curse breaker. And I get both of them. 
He by no means clears the guilty. What does this mean? What you've introduced stays there until somebody interrupts it. Visiting, visiting, which means every visitor, the door doesn't have to be open for. You ever had somebody show up to your house and like, mm -mm. we ain't coming in here. Ready? Visiting the iniquity of the fathers. That means previous generations to the third and fourth generation. So there are three types of sin in the Bible. Number one, sin, which means to what? Miss the mark or make a mistake. Number two, transgression, to willfully deviate from what you know to be right. Iniquity, generational sin that's passed down and around. But notice the Bible. It says he forgives iniquity and transgression. Or excuse me, he forgives a, a transgression. But he says, but the iniquity of the fathers will be visited to the third and to the fourth generation. Which means, some, somebody say, I don't have to answer the door. Come on, say this thing with authority. Say, I don't have to answer the door. There's certain things you've answered the door because the visitor is familiar. And because it's familiar, you're like, I think this is the way it's supposed to be. See, all the women in our family are like this. This is who we are. So because it's familiar, watch me, you don't send them back out and say, that doesn't belong to me. Everybody in my family has this sickness. Great. So why don't you be the first one that does it? Which means I don't care what the doctor said. Thank you, doctor. You practice medicine. I know a God that's a healer. Which means I will be the interruption to the dysfunction. I pray that where cancers have been in your bloodline, that you be the line crosser. I pray that where sicknesses have been in your bloodline, you be the line crosser. That it would not touch you and that you would have the victory over it. In Jesus' name, somebody shout, and it is so. Okay, watch me. So that word visit means it'll pastor you. What does pastor do? It'll preach to you. It'll teach you. It'll lead you, it'll incorrectly correct you, it'll direct you, it'll oversee you, it'll care for you, it'll deposit into you. Which means this thing becomes very familiar with you. You ready? And it, you become very familiar with it. So how do you kill what you're close to? I'm going to back it up because that should have been a little bit more deep of a response. How do you kill what you're used to sleeping with? How do you kill what you're comfortable with. How do you kill what you've known for all 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, whatever year? How do you kill? This thing is so close to me, you want me to separate from it when this is what I know? You ready? Some of you don't know what it is to not have dysfunctional relationships because that's the curse of your bloodline. So when you get somebody that ain't crazy, you, you uh-uh, uh-uh, nah, something is wrong. It's quiet in this building. You ready? You, you, you are so used to being an overbearing woman. And what have I taught you from Deuteronomy 28? That's a curse. You're so used to being a weak and passive man. Uh, uh, that, uh, what does Deuteronomy 28 teach us? That's a curse. But you're so used to those things, the thought of being different. How do I kill what I'm comfortable with? How do I kill what I'm close to? Watch me. It says it visits to the third and the what? Fourth generation. I need you to say, I'm that generation. That's going to break all of them. Don't tell me it's not possible because if I read it in the Bible, it is possible. I pray you be the first debt free in your bloodline. 
I pray you be the first that walks in a way that your bloodline before you never walked in. I pray that you experience and live a life that your three to four generations before never thought was possible. Every line crosser, history maker, curse breaker, just shout, I'm that one. So, so these are choices. These are choices. These are choices. These are choices. And these aren't one-time choices. These are consistent choices. Look, everybody can make one good choice. Everybody can have one salad out the week. Let me go country. That ain't no enough. Why y'all not saying nothing? Everybody cannot cuss one person out a week. And some of y'all are like, Bishop, I don't cuss people out, not to their face. Ooh, but them private conversations you had in your automobile. Everybody can do it once. Question is, can you do it consistently? Everybody, watch me, if promiscuity is in your bloodline, everybody can say no one time. You ready? Especially if they ain't hitting no nothing. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. It ain't temptation if they ugly. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. It ain't temptation if you ain't tempted with what you're looking at. It's easy. I'm a kept person. I don't do nothing. Yeah, because they don't look like nothing. That, that wasn't hard. Quiet in the building. Ooh, but if you see something you like, y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. If you see something you like, though, Turn off the light Ooh. and light a candle. Mm. Say consistent choices. It's easy to not buy one thing one time. But if you have learned to cope with your stress by shopping, And they got a summer sale going on. And you just walking through the store, you itching like a, like you, you fiending. Ready? Deuteronomy 28 and 1. And if you faithfully obey the voice of the Lord your God, say, Lord, make me consistent in making curse-breaking choices. If you faithfully obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments that I command you today, the Lord your God will do what? Set you high. Verse 2, and all these blessings will come and overtake you. I pray in the second half, you're overtaken by the blessings. What does overtaken mean? Come on, run at me, run at me. Overtaken means these things are chasing me down. <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. I pray that in the second half of this year, you're overtaken by blessing, overtaken by favor, over... Open up your mouth, say, in the second half, I will be overtaken by blessing. Okay. Why does it say he'll set me high? Because when my perspective changes, certain decisions become easier. See, watch me. It's easier to make, let's look at the life of a butterfly. A butterfly starts as small as a sesame seed on a sesame seed bun. Stage two, it grows to 100 times its size. It's known as a caterpillar. What does it crawl on? The ground, the dust, the dirt, the floor. But then stage three, it goes into a cocoon, a chrysalis. 
where it's locked up underground or hidden behind the leaf for up to two years, as little as two weeks predicated upon how big it will be. Stage four, it's a butterfly. It breaks out of the cocoon and it's flying. Pay attention to the difference. It's now set what? High. Which means I don't have to worry about making these dirty decisions because I don't live there no more. So when people offer you certain things, you're like, I can't even come down there because I've been set. And in this second half, you are about to be set. I need you to do it with your hand and prophesy. I'm about to be set, which means I'm way above that. I ain't thinking low. I'm not moving low. I'm not operating low. God set me high, which means it's easier to make certain decisions because I'm not coming down there. What I look like as a butterfly on the ground, what I look like as a butterfly in the dirt, what I look like as a butterfly playing with caterpillars, what do you look like as an eagle messing with chickens? What? Come on, I need you to prophesy with your body. Say in the second half, God's about to set me high. Come on, touch somebody. Say in the second half, God's about to set you high. Can you find you a third person in the building and online? Type it in the comments. Say in the second half, God's about to set you high. So there are certain decisions that are going to be so much easier. When you're a millionaire, decisions are different than when you're struggling. Y'all not listening to what I'm saying? Watch me, watch me. When, when you're not bound by the same things of the lower levels of life, it's a whole different view. It's a whole different perspective. So now I'm looking down on what I used to be in. What if I told you this second half was your takeoff half? The stage is set. The plane is fueled. You got the right people in the right place. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I need you to open up your mouth set, and I'm ready to take off. All the way up. All gas. Say no brakes. Your business is about to take off. Your side hustle is about to become your main income. Your name is about to be brought up. Favor is about to find you. Opportunity is about to open for you. Doors are about to open wide shut. Say, I'm ready to go higher in every area of my life. Come on, let's go. Come on, let's go. Come on, let's go. He says, I will set you high if you consistently do this. So now let me explain your ups and downs. You were consistent. You got inconsistent. This is why you have your emotional ups and downs. This is why you, I just can't, I'm struggling with consistency. So here's the real deal. Your ups and downs are because the, re the results of making curse-conquering choices, what did he say? I will set you high. Which means if you stop making those choices that got you high, there's only one place to go, low. So this explains why I just am going through all these ups and downs. You did that. Y'all ain't going to talk. You did that because you stopped making choices. But Bishop, you don't know what happened. It doesn't matter what happened. Your choice should have still been up here. Because if your choice was still up here, you never would have gotten a dip. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Come on, Wednesday. Touch your neighbor and say, we ain't dipping in the second half. We ain't. 
No, you're going to have to dip by yourself because ain't nothing in my life dipping in the second half. Second half. I'm going to stay up. I will make curse-conquering choices, and I will not be on no emotional roller coaster. I won't be up and down. I won't be sad and sullen. I won't be walking around with my head down. I will walk every day like this is the day that the Lord has made, and I shall rejoice and be made that idiot. Touch your neighbor and say, I rebuke your ups and downs. See, this doesn't mean that life may not have some ups and downs, but I stayed high. I don't like the way you said that to me. This doesn't mean that people may not be like this, but I stayed here. This doesn't mean that people didn't do you wrong, but I stayed here. It doesn't mean that you didn't have some ups and downs in your business, but I stayed here. It didn't mean you didn't have some days where you were like, God, where you at? But I stayed here. Please lay your hands on yourself and say, I'm staying high. The second half. And I mean a Deuteronomy 29, 28. High. This high. Deuteronomy 28 and 1. Okay, ready? Say, God rewards those who conquer courses. Come on, talk to me, Wednesday. We're almost done. Say, God rewards those who conquer curses. So here's the deal. You want to reward? Conquer a curse. You say, God, why are you blessing so-and-so so much? Because they conquered something. Never look at somebody else and be jealous. Just go conquer something. Never look at somebody else and be mad. Just go conquer something. Never look at somebody else and say, God, why you ain't doing it for me? Just go conquer something. What if I told you you're in a room full of people that are about to conquer something? What if I told you you're online with some people that are about to conquer something? Proverbs 6.31 says, yet when he is found, he refers to a thief that steals in secret. And that's what curses do. They steal from you in secret. When he is found, watch me, he must restore what? Sevenfold. Found means you have to solve the riddle, which means to conquer the curse. Which means I got to do the work to figure out where did this come from and what needs to change. That's why all this month I equipped you. I literally took you on a whole list from Deuteronomy 28 so that you could figure out where is this stuff coming from so that you could make the decision to conquer it. You ready? And the Bible says if you do that, you're going to get what? Sevenfold. What did I teach you a couple of weeks ago? Sevenfold, in scripture, it means restitution. It's triple R. Say triple R. It's restitution, it is restoration, and it is recompense. Here it is. Uh, triple R is restoration of something lost or stolen. There's many things that you lost in your journey that when you conquer the curse, it's restored. See, for every person where you lost your fight, what if I told you you're about to get it back in a way you... For every person where you lost your joy, what if I told you you're about to go get it back? I ain't waiting on something to show up to give me joy. I'm about to go snatch... I'm about... Oh, God. I need some violent. The kingdom suffers violent. And violent men take it by force. I need some violent people in this building and online. Can you just snatch it like you're snatching your joy? Snatching your peace? Snatching your money? Snatching your family? Snatching your self-esteem? Snatch... Run me what's mine. Run me what's mine. And I'm not stopping until I get it. 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 Run me what's mine. Let's go. 
It's a restoration of something lost or stolen. So can you come pick up all these bags? This generation one baggage, generation two baggage, generation three baggage, and this the head of my God, Jesus Christ. Generation four, you ready? Can you run with that? Uh-uh, no. See, for some of you, you wanna know why your life has moved so slow? You want to you know why stuff takes so long for you? It's because one of the things that was stolen, you ready, was your speed. Oh, my God. Because you can't move fast when you're carrying all this baggage. But when you conquer curses and you drop generation four, generation three, generation two, generation one, now I got a speed that I did not have before. And I came to tell somebody in this second half, baby, you about to move quickly. I... You're about to move quickly. I, I wish you'd touch somebody next to you and say, I'm about to move quickly. Because one of the things stolen was your speed. You ready? Okay, come on back. Come on back. Come on back. One of the things, so for some of you, it's your speed. Can I give you something else? For some of you, one of the things that was stolen was your stamina. Pick up all this backers. Stamina, your ability to last. When you're carrying all this baggage, no wonder it's easy for you to quit. No wonder it's easy for you to give up on stuff. No, no wonder why it's easy for you to walk away from what you're called to do. Because you don't have much stamina. You don't have stamina because you are carrying the baggage of people, watch me, who never did anything. And I wish I would let somebody that ain't done nothing stop me from doing something. You ready? So now, after you can carry all this, okay, a day is cool. 12 months, whoo. 10 years, Ooh. 30 years. Ooh. This is why, watch me, we have, we have people on the earth today have more money, more knowledge, more education, more depressed, more anxiety, more suicide. Why? I, I thought you got everything you wanted, but you're carrying baggage. Just watch me, and money doesn't remove baggage. A nice job don't remove baggage. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Being fine don't remove baggage. It adds baggage. You ready? Look at your neighbor, encourage him. Say, you know all about that, don't you? Don't you? Come on, encourage him. Come on, gas him up. Make him feel good. Come on, gas him up. Online, gas him up. You look good. Tell him, encourage him. Say, you look good. Come on. Come on, fellas. Speak life into one another. Come on, ladies. Speak life. You look good. Gas him up. You know all about what it is to look good, don't it? Don't it? <laughs> don't it? That's a southern colloquialism, which means don't you know about that? Don't it? Practice it with me. Don't it? I say, church was good tonight, wasn't it? See, it's a southern thing. You know, you know that look good, don't it? Okay, it's just a southern thing. You got to get rid of it. Okay? Lost or something. So for some of you, your speed was stolen. For some of you, your stamina was stolen. So now, oh God, you're in your 40s and you've been carrying this. So not only are you carrying these generations, but now you got your own baggage. Now you got your own baggage. So in addition to all of this stuff, I need some more bags. In addition to all this stuff, in addition to all this stuff, come on. Okay, this is good. Come on. Okay, thank you all. Thank you. Come on, zip that up. 
Actually, no, leave it open. Because, see, the worst type of baggage is baggage that spills. Because, see, for some, that's a lot, right? It's like, you got a lot of bags in this church. God damn. You ready? See? See, see, see here's the deal. Right, right. <laughs> Listen, these are the little purses for the ladies. These are the little ones. You ready? <laughs> you got snacks in here. <laughs> He said, just in case I get hungry doing service, I just, let me get some Doritos in the building. <laughs> All right, you ready? So here's the deal. What happens when everybody can see your baggage? Now you got to be a liar to hide it. No wonder why we have so many deceitful people and so many people that lie because now you can see all of my baggage. I'm carrying all my baggage. And so now people have to do crazy things to hide their baggage. But I pray that as you go into this second half that you drop every layer of baggage that's been impacting your stamina, that you drop every layer of baggage that's been impacting your speed. And I pray in this second half, say, I will walk curse free. Just leave it right here for just a second. It says restoration of something lost or stolen to its proper owner and recompense for injury or loss. Say recompense, recompense. for injury, injury. Or, loss. or loss. Carrying this, watch me, creates injury. Because it affects the way you walk. It affects the way you interact with people. Have you ever been trying to carry a bunch of bags into your house and you got bags on your pinky finger and this and that? And then the one that falls is the one with the spaghetti sauce. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to it. The one that falls is the one with the glass in it. Y'all ain't saying. And for some of you, your life has been you cleaning up broken glass. Mm. Your life has been you cleaning up broken dreams, mm. broken promises, mm. broken relationships. But in this second half, I prophesy over your life that in this second half, come on, somebody say, I'll get recompense. For injury and loss. Release a praise right there. Go, go. We're just about there. We're just about there. Sunday's message was called Puppet Master. Say Puppet Master. Did they give me scissors? It's Puppet Master. There you go. There they go. They're right there. I got to step through all this baggage. Catch the principle. See, for some of you, you know why it's easy not to break curses? Because I got to step through so much. I got to confront so much. I got to look at so much. And the truth be told, it'd be easier to pretend like it's everybody else's fault but mine. But because I'm determined to live a life that nobody else in my family has lived, nobody else in my community has lived, I got to deal with my package. Ready? Sunday's message was puppet master because choosing not to conquer curses makes you a puppet. You said, this is how I act. Nope, this made you act this way. What's been handed down for the last three to four generations. I, Bishop, I'm just so fearful. I struggle with anxiety. This makes you fearful. This makes you have anxiety. Bishop, I've just been so depressed for so many years. Look at me, and I say this with respect and love. It's this that has weighed on you. Tell the truth. You ain't even got that much. I, I, I was talking to a woman right before church. She's a pastor. So I'm a pastor right before church. She's part of the network that I oversee for my pastor. And uh, in addition to my own that I oversee. And a few hours ago, she learned that her son had passed away. And when I saw the message, I picked up the phone and I called her. And she says, hi, Bishop. I said, girl, you sound strong. 
I said, you sound amazing. She said, well, God did a, a quick work because an hour ago I was in the ambulance myself. Uh -uh. What are you trying to tell me, Bishop? Some of the stuff that you tripping over ain't even that big of a deal. But because there's so much baggage that's built up from three to four generations plus your own, it's got you thinking your life is over and it's not. It's got you thinking it's never going to get better and it will. It's got you thinking it's over for you. It ain't over for me. Baby, I'm just getting started. Look at somebody next to you and say, you're just getting started. Come on, I need you to say it with authority. Say, you're just getting started. So all of this stuff makes you a puppet. It affects how you speak. Watch me. <laughs> okay, you put this on. Okay, come on up. We ask the Lord to use you. <laughs> Clarice. <laughs> See? Oh, did it break? Okay, well, just hold it up on your face. Okay, you ready? Actually, it's better that it broke. Because even though it broke off of you, you hold it on to it. They ghosted you and you chasing them. I wish you would. You ready? So even though it broke, you keeping it on. So it affects what you don't say. What have you lost because of what you wouldn't say? You wouldn't say, I apologize. You wouldn't say, I shouldn't have said that. You won't say, I didn't know. What did, watch me. What would you not say? What did you run your mouth and say? I just speak my truth. Everybody don't need to know it. I just need to get him a piece of my mind. You ain't got but two pieces left. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Somebody, I just need to give him a piece of my mind. You're about to run out. You ain't had nothing but a two-piece with a biscuit and one side. No drink. And it wasn't even white meat. You had a wing and a thigh. What are we supposed to do with that? <laughs> I don't want that. Listen. It makes you a puppet. Okay, watch me. It affects how you see. Affects how you see. Affects how you see. See, some of you, this is what you look like. Like, everybody in the world is so dark. <laughs> Ain't no good men out here. Ain't no good women out here. Ain't nobody about nothing. Well, you can't see. God is so dark in my life. Trick, take them glasses off. Trick is a spiritual colloquialism for precious saint of God. I don't see a way out of this. I, I see why. Lord, I just don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Affects how you hear. God, you're not speaking. God, you're not there. God, where are you at? God, I need a word. No, 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 ba, 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 yo, 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 yo. 
You don't speak right. You don't see right. You don't hear right. Because your curse is all this. It's got you as a puppet. So when people do love you, you don't hear it. Ain't nobody here for me. No, nobody care about me. You couldn't hear it if you couldn't. You can't hear no how. I don't have no support. Well, because when support showed up and spoke to you, you didn't see right, you didn't speak right, you didn't hear right. Ooh, y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. Choosing not to curse, conquer curses makes you a puppet. And so I talked to you on Sunday, puppet master, that there are barely visible strings that are attached to you that are controlling what you do, and that control shows up in your choices. Say, it shows up in my choices. Now, this, this is so simple, but it's so deep at the same time. Because you're the, I'm just making the best decision. With this one, you shouldn't be trusted to decide anything. I just got to do what's right for me. With this on, you don't even know what's right for you. Because your curse is trying to do the same thing it did to your daddy. Same thing it did to your mama. Why don't you open up your mouth and say, but I am the curse breaker. I am the line crosser. I am the history maker. Because you're about to start hearing right. Mm -hmm. And God's about to open up your ears. And you're about to start seeing right. God's about to remove your cloudy vision. And you're about to start speaking right. Because God's about to remove the muzzle. Everybody in the building and online say, I'm a line crosser. History maker. And curse breaker. So to continue to cut the strings, you ready? Trace the strings. Because remember, these are continual choices. This ain't just a one-time thing. You think this thing is just going to give up on you after one month? It is an assassinator with an assassination assignment. It's like Terminator. Y'all remember the Terminator movie? The other day, I don't know why, I just felt like watching Terminator 2. I promise you I don't know why. That was the best one, but I knew I wasn't really going to watch it. It was going to watch me. I put that movie on about four minutes later. The movie's so long, you wake up, they just now leaving to the desert, you know. I took another nap about four hours later. I woke back up. They were just getting to the man's house that made the arm. Watch me, watch me, watch me. Ready? To continue to cut the strings, you trace the strings. So, so in the movie, the Terminator was, you ready for this? It was a sign to kill John Connor. Because it went to the future and saw that in the future, John Connor was going to conquer the machines. So it sent something from the future into the present using the past from his mama against him so that it could kill him so that he would never ever become who God created him to be. Woo! But I came to tell somebody the Terminator's assignment has been canceled over your life. Come on, I need you to open up your mouth say the Terminator's assignment has been canceled over my life. I'm going to trace the strings. Then I'm going to cut the strings. Every string from the previous generations of generational curses, of baggage, I cut them in the name of Jesus. 
not just tonight, but every day of my life. I'm anointed for this. I'm gifted for this. I'm called for this. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Watch this. And let me live. Let me live life and life more abundantly. We got to go Wednesday, but I need to make sure you're ready to walk this out day after day after day after day after day. Say, I am the curse breaker. I am the line crosser. I am the history maker. So here it is. Here it is. Here it is. This happens over time. So watch Acts chapter 2. We're out of here. Watch Acts chapter 2. How do I do this on a daily basis? They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, which means this ain't a series I listen to once. Church ain't something I just do when I'm going through something. This is what I do. Y'all ready? Somebody say, this is what I do. They continued in what they were taught and fellowship. That Greek word there is kononia, which means what can they contribute to church? Pay attention. The way you conquer curses is not only committing, but it's contributing. What's your contribution? And this is bigger than just money. And then it says, and the breaking of bread and the prayers, which means, watch me, the breaking of bread wasn't just natural food. It was spiritual food. In other words, they were like, I got to eat. Which means my job as your shepherd is to make sure you never show up and there's not a meal ready. So you can say whatever you want to say, but what you can't say about harvest is that there wasn't a meal ready. I care less than anything else you got to say. But what you can't say is that there was not a meal that was ready. And prayer. And prayer. Say they continued in this. Look at verse 47. So what happened? They continued in that and they praised God and they had favor with what? All the people. So watch me. How do I continue making these curse conquering and curse breaking choices? It's because I commit to what I'm taught and I contribute to where I'm taught. Yes. Psalm 92, 13. Last scripture. Stand with me. We out of here. Psalm 92, 13. Those who are planted. Everybody stand with me in the building and the line. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall do what? Flourish. In the courts of our God. That word planet means transplant with effort or upheaval. Now, what does that mean, Bishop? That means that God says, you're like a plant. And as you continue to grow, as you continue to mature, that means there's a transplanting into different pots. What does this mean? That you should not be at the same level today. If you're committed and you're contributing and you're continuing, watch me. If there's no growth, it's because you've resisted it. Because what you can't say is I'm not growing. You a lie. What you can't say is I'm not being taught. That's a lie. Lie detector test determined that was a lie. What you can't say is I don't have an opportunity to contribute. That's a lie. Those who are planted, say, Lord, I'm planted. And the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God.
why, why, do I conce- why, why, why do we do church on midweek? And why do we do prayer? And why do we do pop-ups? And why do we do Sunday? Med- why do we do all of this? It is so that you are equipped to make curse-conquering choices every day. Somebody say every day. Because there's some things that it's going to leave you alone in June. It's like, don't even try her. She way too high in the spirit. Got to be clear. (laughs) Got to be clear. But November. So it creeps. It's going to creep on you and then knock at the door and try to repair. You ready? Where the string was cut. So it's going to start trying to reattach. That's why you defeat certain things, and then all of a sudden, one day, something triggers you. Because this thing is like, let me see if I can't get this knot back. But see, but because I'm consistent, the string starts. Because I'm planted. And whether you're in Atlanta, whether you're in Denver, whether you're online, wherever you're at, you know that, that, that this is the voice that you're called to, all I got to, I just commit to the voice. I just, just committed to the voice. I'm committed to the voice because uh, 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 there's one right there. It's going to try. It's going to try. But I didn't miss Wednesday, so. I didn't miss the replay. I didn't miss the pop-up. I didn't miss... Because all of these things are not there just for form and fashion. These things are there to give me results in my life. These things are not there just so we can feel like we're being good Christians. These things are, and then all of a sudden, this thing will realize, I don't have any more. I have nothing left to attach to them. So his cross becomes their ex. Which means don't even try me. Don't even try me. Try God. Not me. Can I get you to reach out and grab the hand of a curse conqueror online? Stretch your hand towards me if there's somebody there. You grab their hand. Father, lock this series in us. 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 We are planted. And because we are planted, Father, we will see that we make curse-conquering choices on a daily. We are planted. Say, I'm planted. planted. Which means we're going through a process of growth day by day. We're going through a process of growth moment by moment. As we're consistent, as we're faithful, we can say we may not be where we want to be. But we can thank God we're not where you used to be. Just squeeze that hand online. Stretch your hand. I pray that God lock this in you. Bishop, what in the world does that even mean? That word have I hid in my heart. What does that mean? I locked it in. 
God, lock this thing in us so that when curses try to show up and knock at the door and visit, we can say, you don't live here. You don't belong here. And over time, we're going to see that we've conquered every single curse. Over time, we're going to see that we've overcome everything that was trying to block us and stop us. Plan us, God, so that we prevail. Plan us, God, so that we always persevere. And we thank you that it is so. Now we speak strength into the hand that we hold. We speak favor into the hand that we hold. We speak perseverance into the hand that we hold. And we pray, God, that this second half will be their best half of life ever. That everything that was stolen, everything that was lost, their stamina, their strength, their speed, whatever was stolen or lost, that it be restored to them sevenfold. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That is shalom. Nothing will be missing in their life. Nothing will be broken in their life. Nothing will be lacking in their life. All is well. In Jesus' name, release those hands and praise God for your neighbor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you're planted, you have preferential treatment. So today, some of you need to plant yourself with God. We need to become a Christian for the first time. Today's your day. You need to recommit yourself to the Lord. Today's your day. Thirdly, if you're like, Bishop, I don't know where things stand. Today's your day. If that's you in this building or online, you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure online. When I count to three, you do the hand with the emoji in the building, slip your hand up. One, no guilt, no condemnation, no same. Respond and respond quickly. One, two, three. If that's you, respond wherever you're at. Online, do that hand with the emoji and say it's me. Everybody, pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth, and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, I'm planted with you, Lord, which means I have preferential treatment. I'll prevail. I'm planted, so giving up on God's not an option. I'm planted, so another God is not an option. I'm planted, so doing something else it's not an option. In Jesus' name. Just pray that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord. Take your phone out, scan the QR code, or text harvest to 55498 into the option for salvation. Secondly, some of you, you need to be planted in harvest. The Bible says that God gives you a shepherd after his own voice, after his own heart, excuse me. And so if I'm that voice, you don't have to be physically here. Again, harvest is a hybrid church. I'm amazed. Everywhere I go, I run into people and say, you my bishop, and I've never seen them in the building. To God be the glory for that. If you got all of us together, there's not a building that we could get in. You don't have to live in Denver. You don't have to live in Atlanta. You can live anywhere across America and around the world and be a part of the Harvest family. You just text Harvest to 55498 or scan the QR code. Get planted. You're going to enter the option for join HC. Get planted. And I want to push some of you, you're planted, I want to push you to serve. I want to push you to take Harvest You. That's our first step in serving. You can serve online. You can serve in buildings in Atlanta and Denver. But I want to push some of you to serve because that's going to help you to begin to break these curses off of you. Did y'all get some out of this word? Y'all get some out of this series? Come on, just say, I'm a curse breaker. Listen, if you came in late, you weren't able to give, get that ready. If you want to sow the seal, we're going to get that ready. Our seed tonight, our seed tonight for the last seed of this series, last seed of this series is going to be uh, 42 for Acts 242. That's our seed. 
And what are we calling this? We're calling this LCHMCB. That's too much. Let's call it end of series C. <laughs> For Acts 2.42. When they were planted, y'all, it made all the difference. How many can be honest that you being planted in church has made all the difference in your life? It's made a difference. Now, is the journey perfect? No. Everybody, listen, we all need Jesus. <laughs> Journey's not perfect. God's people sometimes do stuff that makes you want to just pop your neck. After you pop it, give them a hug. You know what gets me about some people? Some people say, I don't do church. I don't do church. And some people, it's not, that's not the majority of people either, by the way. Just a few people. I don't do church. I don't do church. I don't believe in all that. I don't like all that. Because, you know, church people. I've been church hurt. I've been church hurt. Let me tell you something. You've never experienced church hurt until you've been a shepherd. And you have sheep that have gold grills. Because <laughs> sheep bite. You don't know church hurt until you've been a shepherd who actually cares. There is no pain like that pain. There's no hurt like that hurt. But at the end of the day, it's his church. It's what he created. And so it's worth it. So I'm going to push some of you. I'm going to push some of you. Get planted. Get planted. I love you, Wednesday. All right, you said, Bishop, I don't have the 42. Get as close as you can to it. You have the 42? Do 21. Do half. Everybody sow something to end this series. Everybody sow something to end this series. How can you sow it? You can use Cash App, Dollar Sign, Bishop Form with the number two. PayPal, Ben Mosdale, Givelify. That's available. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church. You can mail it in. What's the mailing address? P.O. Box 44. He talking about hello. P.O. Box 441004, Aurora, Colorado, 844. If you mail it to hello, they're going to send it right back to you. <laughs> That's the email, all right? So, guys, we're starting a new series on um, Sunday. And I'll tell you more about it in our pop-ups. I'm excited about it because um, it's going to be really good for us. The rest of these series for the rest of this year, just, just expect the second half to just be like. Come on, lift your giving to the Lord in the building and online. Say, I'm blessed to be a blessing. I'm a faithful giver. Therefore, I flourish. All things work together for my good. I seal this series that I'm a line crosser, a history maker, a curse breaker. That's who I am. In Jesus' name, it is so. It is finished. It is settled. Amen and amen. Selah. I agree. It is so. Amen. 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 In Jesus' name. Can you release a great praise right there? Land crossers, history makers, curse breakers. That's what we're going to speak about your life. She was a line crosser. She was a history maker. He was a curse breaker. 
That's what we're going to speak about your life, sir. He was a line crosser. He was a history maker. He was a curse breaker. And he shut the game down. Glory to God. Bastards are passing here at Grape Street. If you need to hop off the stream to give, you can do that. Or you can scan the QR code. Let's do it together, everybody. Love God, love people, and love Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 55498 we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.